everyone. I'm your host, Sam Evans, and welcome to Lifestyle Redesigned, the podcast. Every week, I interview both entrepreneurs and travelers about their success stories and how they made their dream lives into reality. Whether you're someone who has always wanted to travel but doesn't know where to start, an aspiring entrepreneur looking to build a thriving business, or anyone in between, our guests will share their experiences and insights on how they've succeeded at living what I like to call the unconventional life. So get ready to be inspired as we explore the stories of those who have successfully redesigned their lives. In today's episode, I'd like to introduce Mafalda Vidigal, the host of For the Plotcast, a podcast all about saying yes to the things that are probably out of your comfort zone just because it will end up being a great story. Throughout this episode, we will honestly just be sharing all of our For the Plot moments throughout our travel journeys and how they've ended up becoming the best stories we have to tell. So with all that said, thank you so much for being on and welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. (laughs) Of course. So the way that me and Mafalda met was literally yesterday, like legit yesterday. (laughs) I had commented on her TikTok and I was like, hey, whatever. Like, I love your story, whatever. Like, we should do a podcast swap. So here we are, legit the next day recording this podcast. Talk about being spontaneous. (laughs) Right, exactly. And I feel like that is the like definition of what this whole episode is about and what your podcast is about is like, all right, cool. Just met this girl. Let's do a podcast, you know? (laughs) A hundred percent. I was like, yes, let's do it. I want it. And then like, I have to do it tomorrow. Right. (laughs) Yes. Perfect. Let's go. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, where you're from, what you do and how you even thought of this podcast idea. Okay. So my name is Mafalda. I turned 23. Well, I am 23. And right now I'm doing a gap year, but a very random gap year. It's not like I just graduated or anything like that. So I am Portuguese, but I studied abroad. Like, so I left when I was 17 and I went to the UK and I did my university in the UK. Absolutely love the experience. And that's when like my travel passion started because all the Ryanair flights were so cheap. So for the ones that don't know, Ryanair is like the airline in in Europe that like flights can get lower than five euros. Yeah. (laughs) That started my passion. I was like, oh my God, like five years and I would go on like these weekend trips. And that's when I started realizing I can do this without my parents. Amazing. And then after graduating, I had this like big... Uh, trip planned for Southeast Asia it was going to be like one month in something and like it was going to be my first like backpacking trip even though I had no idea what I was doing at the time and then of course COVID came and it didn't happen I was super sad because it was honestly like I've always wanted to do this like backpacking experience kind of thing and like really go on a backpack no plans and for a long time instead of these just weekend trips And then I was heartbroken. It didn't happen. And I just came back to my normal career, normal life. I do marketing and social media, by the way, and digital marketing, anything Mm -hmm. in marketing. And I lived in Germany for a year because there were no jobs anywhere. And I was applying all over Europe because I'm very comfortable moving. I I had moved at 17. So for me, going anywhere else was fine. And then after Germany, I was like, you know what? I need more social life. I need more. 
And I was like, I want a big city. I want a big city. So I moved back to London. And I was living in London. I started like my perfect life. Like I had my own apartment, my dream, like starting job of my career. Everything was going well. And then my best friend started with this idea because she graduated 2022. And she's like, oh, I'm going to like go to South America and just take this backpacking trip. And she kind of hinted like, do you want to join? Because we travel a lot together. So we call ourselves like long distance best friends because we met the year of COVID. And since then, we've been living in different countries, but we always meet to travel. (laughs) So she kind of knew I would always say yes. And because she shares the same, like this mindset of like, yeah, like, fuck it, let's do it. Right. And I swear. So like I said, let's do it. And of course, we like, we then shared this funny story on the podcast of like, she was thinking, oh, I actually wanted to do this solo. And when she invited me, I actually was thinking like, there's no way I'm going to join this trip. Like I just moved to London like six months ago and I'm not going to give up my London life to go traveling. Right. Then soon I started like really thinking and I also talked with my mother about it. And she said like, I know you'll never do it if you don't do it now. And I started really thinking like, London will always be here. My next job will always be here. Everything I have now, I can get it back. But traveling with my best friend on a backpacking trip for six months, I I will not have that many chances of doing this again. And so that's when this trip started. And I thought, like, since I'm giving up my London life, I'm going to go and take a full on gap year. So maybe after South America and six months with her, I'll just continue on my own. Just make everything I gave up for worth it. Like, yeah, (laughs) it's going to have to be a great year. And then while preparing for all of this, I was like looking and trying to listen to as many podcasts of like just stories of traveling, not like advice, just stories. Like I want to laugh about your stories, and I couldn't find that many. So I actually started thinking like, what if I do it myself? Yeah. And I, I had it before this idea, like I really want to have a podcast, but that is relaxed and funny and a lot of my friends always say to me, like, of course you have these stories. Like, these stories always happen to you. And I started connecting all the dots, like, because I do I do for these stories. Like, I do it for the plot. And that's how I get all these stories that my friends say so much. Like, oh, of course you have this story to tell. Of course it's happened to you. And I started, like, should I start sharing these? Like, right. I don't care. And then that's when, like, the for the podcast idea came and I was like, okay, I'll just share all the stories that happened to me. Cause for sure during six months of traveling, I'm going to have a lot of things happen. Of to course. Me. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's how it started. And I, I love to do it either way. And instead of writing a journal that takes a lot more work, I'll just record it. And then once I'm older, I can have all of this as well. Yeah. And the best of it as well is that so many people that, are going to go travel and are going to go on their gap year, they have an idea of what is actually happening. Because I don't just share like, oh my God, like I jumped in the pool at da-da-da and this story right. was so amazing. Like I share whenever like we got stuck in a bus somewhere and yeah. we were in a horrible hostel. So people ha- also have this reality. And yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that all of these podcasts, like the type of podcasts that I record are exactly what you were talking about, where like we give advice, but also I don't want to say share stories, but it's just like you hear about people's 
experiences in all different aspects. And on one of the episodes, we actually talk about how like traveling, solo travel, digital nomad lifestyle is so romanticized, especially with social media that it's like nobody actually knows the experience of staying in a bad hostel because everyone's like, stay in a hostel to save money. But no one's like, you're sharing a room with 12 people. It could potentially (laughs) be like all men. And then you're the only girl in there, you know, like a hundred percent or even like how like the travel days are also bad. Like I've seen this TikTok once and it's so true. Like the worst part about traveling is the traveling. And nobody prepares you for that. Like you always think like, oh my God, I'm going to have all these amazing memories and sunsets and blah, blah, blah. And you don't realize like to get to those sunsets. Oh, right. Like <laughs> when you're sleeping take- on like the floor of a train, like <laughs> when you're sleeping in an airport, I mean, it's like, I mean, I don't know if you've had long layovers. I try to avoid them, but like, I swear some, because obviously we're young, we're on a budget. Like we're not going yeah. and flying first class. Like, like we're not, we're taking the spirit. Floor of the airport sounds amazing when you're on a budget. Right. Beautiful. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but like some of these flights, even so right now I'm in like the Boston area and yeah. from here to Guatemala, which is where I'm hoping to go pretty soon. There, the cheapest, which is, will be fun, but the cheapest flight there is like a 12 hour layover in like a, a can like the Kansas airport or like something random. Oh my God. And it's like at, the flight itself is only should only be like five <laughs> hours. It's like, why am I spending then, like 12 hours yeah. in the airport? But when you actually think about it, it's like, sounds great. Right. I'm saving like, tw- like $1,200 or $200. I don't know. Like, sounds great I'll wait 20 hours right exactly exactly but it's cool that you're right now you're traveling with somebody because at least you have somebody to be like you know okay this sucks but at least we're together where for me most of my like travel journeys and stories are from solo traveling and that's like (laughs) a whole different ball game because it's like you're by yourself you know like yeah like you're legit suffering I can imagine like everything goes through your head and you cannot like take your thoughts out and you're probably like, oh my God, like I I do not want to do this anymore. And you cannot really like talk with anyone. I can imagine like it helps a lot to have her all the time. But sometimes we separate and those days like, especially like if you're wondering if I'm getting lost and if I'm on the right bus and then if I get lost, like, oh my God, what do I do with no one? That's the moments I'm like, oh my God, like I wish she was here. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Okay, so what would you say out of all the stories that you've shared on your podcast was like, A, the one that either most people were like shocked by or something that you like could not even believe happened? I think I'm going to judge by like the episode, I guess, of my podcast and like think that's why. But at the same time, so the the most that people are interested in is definitely the life at volunteering at a hostel and I think that's probably the most shocking like there's so much drama happening at a hostel yeah you think you're just gonna go there do your job and like of course you're gonna get along with everyone like you're probably gonna meet a lot of tourists like but the amount of drama that happens and I don't know like conflict between staff or romances between staff or like the hate relationship I think that was like probably what people are most interested in like this hostel drama and the actual lifestyle behind like volunteering at a hostel and now I'm at another hostel like and it's just the same about yeah like everyone is with everyone you know how they say like 
Grey's Anatomy is not a series about hospital, like people right. getting sick hospitals. No. It's just like <laughs> love drama. I feel like it's the same here. Like people are not here to work. Like they're just like with each other. All the yeah. Time. And like that amount of drama. I think that was like the most shocking. But I would say definitely like favorite moment. There's loads of little ones. Like I love when, for example... I went to, there was this hostel that everyone says like, oh, this is like the Love Island experience, but like, well, you're traveling and this is a great party hostel. And I was like, you know what? So basically I was volunteering at the other hostel and I didn't have a day free. Like you have two days free when you're volunteering and this wasn't a day free. I just finished my shift early one day Mm. and I would start late the other day. And I was like, okay, the other hostel is not that far. I'm just going to go by myself and go see what's about. Like everyone is posting TikToks about it. Everyone that we meet on the road is like talking about it. So I decided, okay, I'll just do it for the plot. Like it's going to be one day of traveling and everything. Super fun night. Like I met loads of people. So this one, I actually went by myself and like we stayed awake all like all night. And then the hostel had a beach, a beach and like it was amazing. And I feel like that was definitely like a moment for the plot. Like I thought, I thought really like, why not do it? Then, but I feel like the one that I liked the most was recently we were doing a three day hike, and we were with another friend that was a guy, and he was like the funniest character. So everything we would would happen to him, and like all the disasters, like he would get his foot on the mud. Somehow we ended up running from a cow in the middle yeah. of nowhere. <laughs> so all these like little moments, they make it like the best. And like we decided to go milk a cow at 6 a.m. Just because yeah. like, why right. not? They offered that option. Why not? Like yeah. we were just exhausted for a three-day hike, but they offered that option. So let's just do it. Right. What is sleep? <laughs> so of, what is sleep? <laughs> what is sleep? What is hiking 30 more minutes than you don't need to hike for like milking a cow like at least you get that funny story like whenever when am I ever going to have the chance to say I milked a cow before yeah yeah exactly and I think that's also the question that like you need to be asking yourself when you're traveling is like am I ever going to be in this moment ever again like is this going to happen again like you were saying with the whole London thing it's like London's always going to be there you can always get a job you can always settle down but like you and your best friend going you and your best friend and that guy going and doing (laughs) that stuff it's like that will probably never happen again in your life yeah no 100% was the hike horrible yes (laughs) am I glad to all the plots and stories that he brought me also yeah so it's why like right I wanted to kill my best friend because she made me hike she's the hiker of this duo I wanted <laughs> to kill her but now that I look back I realized like probably those are the funniest stories so far on this trip only because he was a funny character and just yeah made everything funnier but now I'm really glad I did it and like if I had stayed behind I probably like I would have still my own stories but I'm glad all of this happened this way and again like what am I going to be like milking cows or running away from cows or like getting lost like we got lost many right. times and all of these and one thing I always say is like for the plot it's not just doing things for the funny stories Th- seeing like the bad things that happen to you 
as funny moments, like, or funny or character development. Yes, did we get lost and was awful at times? Yeah. Was super scared. Like, what if nobody finds it? But now we look back, it's like it was such a funny story how we were trying to figure out the path. And like, for sure, if someone lives in that house, they have to go from somewhere. So let's right. just go to the house and see how they live. And like, of course, at the moment you're scared, but right now, like, it's a, it's a funny story. So it's also yeah. like looking at these bad moments, like, yeah, like, now I can laugh about it. Right, right. Do you think since you started the podcast, do you think in those moments, I feel like I would be like, oh my God, this is going to be a great episode. <laughs> like, do you think like that? Like, are you like, this is great? <laughs> Always, all the time. Sometimes I say to Kata, like, oh my God, this is going to be so good for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or even like on the first day. So I feel like the first 24 hours of traveling were the most chaotic ones. Like everything happened to us and everything on the bedside. Because we flew on the 31st of December. So of course it was like bank holiday for everyone in right. the world. Like it's the first day of the year. And we needed to figure out so many things. Like our SIM card was not working. We needed to get a bus for our volunteering that was like hours and hours away and the buses were not working, which now we realize the buses were working. We are just European and we didn't realize like online buses is not a thing. Like you actually need to go to the station right. <laughs> and look for the bus. But like, and we were like, okay, like, we thought this night we were going to be at the farm that we were volunteering at already. And we don't have anything booked. Like, what are we going to do? And plus, like when you arrive and you go to South America and everyone tells you, you should be scared of every single person and they're all breeding. Basically, you're like, oh, my God, what do we do? We cannot go out after like after it's dark, you cannot go out. You cannot do anything. So all these moments we were like, this is going to be such a great yeah. story for the podcast. And actually, we we have the episode every Monday. And I think this was like a Sunday or Saturday. And we recorded immediately because we had so much to say. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like all this happened, but at least it was good for the podcast. Right. We, like we did a whole episode of our first 24 hours traveling. So yeah. Fun. Yeah. So how many places have you guys been so far since you started? So countries uh this is just the second one because uh, we are because we are doing volunteering it takes us a lot longer in each country but then from now on it's actually going to start to be a little bit faster so yeah so far we've done colombia and ecuador and now we're going up for central america which is going to be a mm. lot faster like panama and costa rica because they're more expensive we're just going to keep them a little bit faster yeah and then volunteer again in nicaragua yeah oh that's awesome and we'll end up in guatemala so maybe i'll see you there yeah right that would be that would be amazing and also that would be a great episode because like it's literally it's crazy and this is what i say when i travel and even like right now i'm home for a little bit just traveling from here and it's like the people that have the same exact mindset as us like just people who travel in general it's like, yeah, why wouldn't I meet up with you in Guatemala? You're going to be there. You know what I mean? Or like, no. why wouldn't I do that? No, in the same way that we just booked this podcast, like I met this girl. I actually, like, first of all, like TikTok is amazing connecting people. Because like, I basically saw this TikTok of a girl that she was, she posted that she was volunteering at the hostel that we were going to volunteer here in Ecuador. And I messaged her like, oh my God, I'm going to volunteer there too. You have to tell me all about it. Like, assuming she wouldn't be there by the time I was going, but at least I wanted to know like all the gossip, I right, of course. all the tea, like tell me everything about the hostel. And then she actually told me like, oh, I'm leaving by the time that you have to volunteer, but I'm going to be in Quito. 
which is the capital. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be in Quito too. So we connected and it was that easy. Like people here are all spontaneous and have this for the spot mindset. Like, why not do it? Right. And yeah, I actually now realize she's going to also be in Italy at the same time as I am yeah. if I decide to go on that trip. It's it's to be continued right. if I'm going to go to Italy or not. Right. But, and it's amazing. Like, or even you, like imagine we are actually in Guatemala at the same time. Oh, I know. We have to do it. We have to. Now that we said that, now we have to, now we have to go. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So maybe a future episode of us actually together. Right. We'll be in person together. We won't be across the world. (laughs) Exactly. Amazing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So I feel like since you shared one of your for the plot stories, I should share. I should. I should. (laughs) I'm not sure if I shared this on this podcast at all, because again, like I'm usually not the one that's talking. It's normally my guests. So this is like a little special appearance. But I would say the biggest for the plot moment that I had was on my first solo trip. I feel like that's almost for everybody. It's like okay. the first time that you you're... I went to... I did a road trip on the West Coast of the US. So like okay. I did... I flew into Phoenix and then I did like Colorado, New Mexico, California, Nevada... And like did like a circle around that area. And like I was saying, I feel like the first time that you go on a solo trip, at least for me, everything went wrong. So I was like, this would happen on my first trip by myself, you know. This is only on the first one. (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, of course, every trip, something is bound to happen. Not necessarily bad, but just not what you planned. And that's what everybody says (laughs) about traveling in general is like, don't plan too much. Like they don't mean don't plan too much as in like, don't have an itinerary. They mean like your itinerary is going to get fucked up if you plan for every second of the day. Cause like buses are late, everything, everything, everything. You can't, you just can't plan that far ahead. Like as long as you have a place to stay and somehow to some way to get there, (laughs) then, you know, you're good. Yep. But for the story, and again, this is not an exaggeration. Like, I also feel like travel stories, everybody thinks like, I'm oh my so God, she's exaggerating that. They're not. Like, I swear this happened. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. Give me all the tea. So, okay, okay. So I flew into Phoenix, like I said, and everything was going great. I wanted to get a rental car so I could just do the road trip. And I would also feel like, say I was somewhere and I didn't really want to be there anymore. I could just, you know, leave. I didn't have to worry about like public transportation or like calling an Uber or asking for a ride or whatever it was. So I knew that like spending the extra money to get a car for that trip would be great. (laughs) Again, car problems, prefacing here. So I was doing the road trip. Everything was going great. I was doing that, uh, the national parks. And you were driving by yourself as well. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I flew in by myself, left by myself. All of us have Main character energy. Right. Right. I had to (laughs) embrace that because these moments I was like, if only someone was with me right now. So also I did this when I was 20. So I'm 22 right now. Oh God. This was two years ago. So I'm also like a baby. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I felt like I was a baby. I feel like I still am. But like I was such, I was so new to everything that I didn't Uh really, I didn't really know what to do. You doubt yourself doing everything like- like, can I do, can I actually do this? Right. Exactly, exactly. And I was also broke. Like I was in college at that time. So when I was booking everything, I was booking like the cheapest places. And the US oh is God. like, there's no hostels really. And they're not affordable. 
Or you can get like a hotel room for pretty much the same price. So you might as well just get like a private room at a hotel or something like that. So uh, hostels aren't wasn't really an option. So I flew in, whatever, things are going great. And so two like parts of this trip were like insane. So first was when I got to New Mexico and there's a national park called the White Sands National Park. And it is just like, it looks like snow, but it's 90 degrees. And okay. it's like the most amazing. Wow. It was probably the coolest place that I had like ever been in my entire life, even up until this point. Like, I know that there will be more like moments like that when you feel so tiny and you're like, oh my God, like, am I actually here? Like, does this exist? Whatever. So I was a totally main character that day. Like I wore, you know, a beautiful sundress. I was just walking along, you know, taking pictures, whatever, doing my thing. I get back into the car. I'm on my way to the hotel and I don't think you've been to New Mexico, but for anybody that has, you know, that it's like, Right. One day, one day you'll get there, but there's not much to do. It is a very much like, I honestly felt like I was put into one of those like cowboy movies where there is like, like people were walking around and like genuinely in like cowboy boots and cowboy hats. Like it was like a, I felt like I was on a ranch. It felt crazy. I was like, I feel like I'm in one of those like old time, like cowboy movies. So I was like, okay, I obviously don't fit in here. I'm in like a sundress. I have my sunglasses on. Like I'm just like, <laughs> I felt so out of place. But anyways, I was driving along and I pull up to the hotel that I booked. And I always say like, whenever I go in there, I'm always like on the phone with my boyfriend. So I'll be like, yeah. oh, I'll meet you up in the room or like meet me here, whatever. Because I, when you're solo traveling, like you have to be safe, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> and I say this, but... So anyways, so I go and I check in and it ended up being a motel, which is like a shitty version of a hotel. And I get there, I go up to my room. First of all, it smells bad. It's disgusting. I was like, I cannot, I can't stay here. Like I just, I couldn't. I was like, where am I right now? I'm going to get killed. It was one of those places that like, have you seen those movies where the police go to like the drug dealer's motel room and they like knock down the door and there's like drugs everywhere. That's exactly, I felt like that's exactly where I was staying. So I was like, I can't do this. I just can't do this. So I went back (laughs) to the front desk and I was like, hey, like, is there anything you can do? You know, can you put me, because I was also on like the ground level, which is also where like the parking lot is. So again, just like, I felt so unsafe. And so anyways, I- God, I can imagine you were like, Doubting every single decision. You Everything. Made. I just had the mo- the like the best day of my life. And then I get to this hotel and this is like, this goes to show if like these stories show you anything, it's like, learn from my mistakes, you know, spend a little extra money on a hotel or like if Always. you're by yourself, you know, like that is, that should be priority, you know? Yeah. That's one thing I always am scared. It's like, yes, for the plot, but please be safe. Okay? Right. Like, <laughs> Go with random strangers just somewhere that you're absolutely not safe. Or do invest on going on a taxi and not walking or... Exactly. Apparently invest on a good hostel. No, like you need need to get these good places. But as it turns out, there was no hotels like within within like hundreds of miles from where I was. And she couldn't, she couldn't like move my room. Like they were all booked, I guess. So I was stuck in this hotel all night. I was legit like just sitting in my bed. I stayed up all night. Like I could not sleep. I was like, I feel like I just, I could not sleep. I was like, this is, you know, this is exactly the type of things that they tell you 
about when you sew a travel, like be safe or whatever. Exactly what you should not do. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so I'm sitting there and I felt like this was going to happen. I was like, I know something like this would happen. I'm sitting there. I'm just like, you know, I had the TV on. There was no good channels, but I just had it on. Whatever. Just looking around a rat goes across, goes across the like goes across like uh, right in front of my bed. I was like, oh my God. I also had never really seen like a rat like that. Dude, when I tell you, oh my I, was, God. Like, I'm deba- I was debating on sleeping in my car. You know, I was like, what if it crawled up on me as if rats can like crawl up on beds? You know, I was like, oh, yeah, I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just right. thinking, oh my God. I know. I know. So anyways, this whole thing is happening to me and I'm just like, what am I supposed to do? Like, what do you do in that moment? And then I was thinking, you know what, Sam? Like, this will be a great story to tell. Just call your boyfriend, just call your mom, whatever. And like, stay on the phone with them. Like, you'll be fine. (laughs) Pretend it's not happening. So that I would say would be like, just staying in a shitty motel or a shitty hotel is like always something that you will have a story for. And it's the one thing that I learned from, from this trip was like, invest a little bit more in a good hotel because when stuff like that happens and you're literally in the middle of nowhere, like there was nothing that I could do. (laughs) And so the second part of this story, after all of this like New Mexico debacle happened, I got out of there as quickly as possible. And I was still going along my road trip and I wanted to go to Joshua Tree National Park in California. Yeah. And so again, that's a national park that you, I mean, most of them you have to drive through, but there's not many like hikes or anything. And I didn't really want to like, hike by myself at this one. So I just drove, I was just driving through and all of a sudden I lose service. And I was like, okay, like, I guess, you know, I am in the middle of a desert. Like, I guess I should have. You mean like you lost service? So you like all your GPS? Oh yeah. So, so yeah. So all of my, like my Google maps or whatever I was using, just maps, it just like, it stopped working. Like it was like rerouting, rerouting. Like it wasn't, it wasn't working. I'm like dead center in the national park. Like this was not where I was like close to an exit or whatever. No. Yeah. I was like, okay, all I can do is like follow the road. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't going to turn around. (laughs) Like what are you going to do? Right. (laughs) Right. I was like, at least I have my car. At least, you know, things are, things are okay. You know, at least I could drive out. So as I'm driving out, at least I thought I was driving out. I was oh driving God. and I there was like a fork in the road, like a genuine, like an actual, like, like the road split. And I was, ah, like, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, like, which way do I go? Whatever. I had no idea where I was going. So I took one path. Of course, it was the wrong one. And I of ended course. up driving like two hours in the wrong direction. Also, on my way there, the gas light came on in my car. So I was like running out of gas. I was like, oh my God, like this. <laughs> This trip, like this was like the second to last day of my trip. And I was like, this would happen, you know, like lost in the middle of nowhere. Right, exactly. All of these stories I feel like that you tell and that like all of us travelers experience is like, of course, this would happen right now on my last day. And so finally, I made it out and I turned my GPS, turned my phone back on, like turned my GPS back on, had to find a gas station found a gas station and I like looked, I typed in my hotel, which was where I was going after the national park. It was like two and a half hours down, 
when mind you, I planned this trip. This is what I was saying before of like, you have to plan for this stuff. You know, you have to plan for the, yeah, like, yeah. Of like, I planned to go down Joshua Tree and the exit, it was only like a 30 minute drive to my hotel, but I took the wrong oh like road. So now I was like two hours in the opposite direction. And also it was like six to 7 p.m. <laughs> so it was getting dark. And I was like, I'm by myself. I don't want to check into another shitty hotel. I like, figure I really this hope- out. Right. I was like, I have to figure this out. So I talked to the guy at the gas station or whatever. He was a really nice guy. Thank God. And I was just filling up my tank. I was like, I can't believe all of this happened. Like, thank God I have service. He's like, listen, he's like, just put good music on and you'll be fine. So I met this amazing guy at the gas station and he was like, listen, he's like, I know all this happened to you today. He's like, but listen, do you have like a favorite playlist or like something like that? He's like, just put it on go for your drive and pretend that you're just like going for a two hour drive somewhere you've never been. And I was oh, like, you okay. know what? So you decided to still go. Right. I just, I had to, because also I, all of the hotels around me were way too expensive. Like I wasn't, oh, okay. it was a very touristy area. It was like near the Palm Springs area. Like I was just not like, I, I probably could have, but I was like, you know what? Let me listen to this guy's advice. Let me enjoy, enjoy this time. I'm probably never going to be exactly what we were saying. I'm probably never going to be in this area again or like driving through whatever, seeing all of these amazing sites, all the lights of the city and stuff. So anyways, I ended up making it to the hotel and it was a nice hotel this time. So I was happy about that. Um, (laughs) Thank God. Imagine a bad hostel after all of that. Oh my God. I know. It's like, well, all of them, of course, like their marketers are great because all of the pictures look amazing. And then you get there and you're like, what is this place? So at least like the one in California was really nice. And the day ended on a, on a good note, but those two stories from that solo travel trip, a taught me a lot for like my next trips, but also just like made me realize that I don't plan like I'll honestly (laughs) plan for that stuff to happen. Like have a little extra money or like, right. Like being spontaneous is so important. Also, like when you go to these trips, because like you need to be prepared for anything. And like, especially solo, I can imagine like everything goes through your head. And like right. the same has happened to me. Like we did Tyrona Park, which is basically the same situation. The only difference is that we are walking. Yeah. <laughs> and I went with the group, but I had to leave and I wasn't with my friend. So I had to leave by myself and it's at 6 a.m. And you're always doubting yourself. Like you're always wondering, like, is this the right turn? Is this not the right turn? Right. Like you're in the middle of nowhere, no connection. Like, yeah. As well, like how much do you mature and learn how to make decisions by yourself? Like right. in these moments, I can imagine like you were like, right. oh my God, what do I do? I know. And thank God you met someone nice. Like imagine someone rude helping you. Like, girl, I don't know what to tell you. You just do you. Like, right. I don't know. Right. It, it was just, honestly, like also I believe in everything happens like at the right time at the right moment. And it's like things like that, you know, it's like, okay, thank God this guy was nice. And like, he wasn't giving me advice, but he was just saying like, it's not the worst thing that could have happened. You're at a gas station, you have service, like you're fine, you know? You have and, like, Things like that, right. Whenever I travel and like shitty things happen, I'm like, all right, you know what? This isn't the worst case scenario. I just like, lost this or whatever you know like worse things could have happened and like I'm okay no a hundred percent 
you always have to see the positive side. And I always like, for example, me in this situation, I was, I was always thinking like worst case scenario, I just walk all the way back, which right. I know where it is. Like you always just, I, for me, it's just, I, I, I always have the solution in my head. Like the worst case scenario, it's always there. And I feel yeah. like the more I travel, the more I get this and the more I am like, okay, worst case scenario, this, or actually learning, like everything will be fine. And one thing like, for the plot, I feel like it was something that it was trending a lot. Everyone was saying it last year. It still is, but like this year is lucky girl, girl syndrome. Right. And I like, I'm embracing this. Like every, every time, like something not so good is happening or we don't know if it's going to like, the times are going to be right. Like we just say lucky girl syndrome, lucky yeah. girl syndrome. Like the, the amount of times we've been on like the back of a motorcycle or in a taxi where we're like, where are we going? Yeah. It's just like. <laughs> Right. hold each other and say like lucky girl syndrome <laughs> lucky <Yeah>. girl syndrome because <laughs> like you you are so many times wondering what the fuck am I doing here like right. why why did I come here right right that's just like part of traveling honestly like those are thoughts that go through your head probably every day like what am I doing yeah. here how did I get 100%. here <laughs> yeah and were you like at the time that you were traveling were you already thinking like as well like oh this is gonna be a good Sorry to tell, like, what's for the plot already like a um, thing? Okay, yes. Yes and no. I was thinking, I always have thought, like, this is going to be a good story afterwards, you know? Like, I always say, whenever something bad happens, I'm like, all right, I'll be laughing about this, like, a year from now. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, g- g- genuinely, that's what we're doing right now. But in that yeah. moment, it was definitely one of those, like, I had to like come to the realization that like stuff was not working out as I planned. And because it was also my first trip, my first trip, I didn't have any other experience to be like, everything's going to be okay. This was like the worst thing that probably could have happened in my head at that time. I'm like getting lost with no service. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, I was just going to say like getting lost with no service and no gas is like not something that you plan for you know yeah but at least like I think the good part is like it was the end of your trip you could at least tell yourself like at least I'm going home tomorrow or like right. I'm going home in a week right <laughs> literally like that must have helped a little bit yeah exactly exactly <laughs> but now that I've been traveling for two years it's like everything is for the plot every moment yeah. like if I'm sleeping on the side of the road like that's for the plot like if that's a bus is late if I have to do this. If I'm doing this, I'm like, you know what? Like, this is going to be a great story to tell, even if it's just the next day or like a month, like now that you're going to new hostels and stuff like that, you're meeting people and you can literally tell them like, you won't believe what happened to us in Colombia, like whatever, you know, or don't like, you can even give advice like, oh, next time you do this, like be prepared. Like there's no connection there or people there are going to do this to you. I don't know, like so many things. Right. And these stories also like, that you can share with people. That's what I love about like this for the plot mentality yeah. and why I always thought like also have like talking to other people who have this mindset is amazing. Like the amount of stories and things that you can like get from this. It's right. always like good, like meeting new people and sharing this with them. Like that's, this is all the best part. And I always think like my 80 year old self is going to be so thankful for right. all of this and like really prioritize tough you know like we have time to do so many other things or sometimes like you will not have any other time to do them that yeah for me that's 
that's like it's so obvious but sometimes right. like I really have to share this mindset with people right why would you stay in your comfort zone why right Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and also one of like the biggest regrets of old people is like that they didn't travel enough. So that's also what I think about too, is I'm like, I don't want to be that person. Like I want to travel too much. You know, I want to be like, I've gone everywhere. I've done everything. And that's also like a toxic trait of, I feel like I have to like <laughs> go to every country in the world. I don't know why I'm like no. this, but I'm like, like, no, when I, to be when honest, I, oh, go ahead. No, go, go. No, no, go, go for it. <laughs> I was just going to say like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say like, it becomes a toxic trait. Like we start taking it too seriously. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. I was thinking about when I'm planning on Guatemala, I'm thinking like, do I make it a one way or do I just do like, just do Guatemala and then come back? Yeah. And I was like, no, Sam, if you're going to be in Central America, you're going to do the whole thing. You know, whatever. Yeah, like, I'm like, just be aware. Like as soon as you start meeting people and they're going to tell you like, oh my God, Nicaragua is amazing. It was my favorite country. And we did all this, this and this. And you're like, oh, I want to go to Nicaragua. Right. And then you get to Nicaragua and people are like, oh my God, Costa Rica. We did all of these. And you're like, oh, right. I want to go to Costa Like it's so toxic. Like, yeah. There's no ending. Literally, literally. One Especially of- if you have the freedom to do it. Like if you right. have the freedom. Exactly. I think that's like, again, another problem that I have is like I don't really plan for things like too far in advance just for that exact reason and this is something else that happened I was in Hawaii a couple months ago and all of my roommates were um, at a hostel I would all of my roommates were from Australia and so Hawaii is like the halfway point between the U.S. and Australia and they were all going back and I was like should I (laughs) should I join And did but you go? obviously it didn't know it didn't work out just because of like timing things and whatever. Yeah. But and I also ha- I had another like a couple other islands to go to. So it was like if I were to leave, I would have been leaving like the rest of my trip. It wasn't like the end of my trip, too. So it just didn't work out. But it's like things like that of like if I had the freedom, if it was my last day and someone else was like renting a car and driving yeah, across the like- island or like doing this, I would do it. Like, why wouldn't I? Yeah, I think also like the 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 for the plot mindset is mostly like also like be spontaneous. Like because right. it's not like you're chasing after these opportunities. Like they happen as well to you. And for me, it was mostly like start saying yes to everything. Exactly. It was really this mindset change. Like in 2020, we were all locked. And I said to myself, like, I'm done. I'm gonna like I want to do all of this and this and this. And I just started saying yes to all the plans. And then this friend that I'm traveling with like we both have these like toxic mindset like we push each other like oh should we go watch the sunrise and do this and this yeah we just do it and we know the other one is always going to say yes and that's when like it started and then once you get like a freedom on it like doing things for the plot is just an instinct like right now here traveling for example like at a night we are with some guys and like I was like just talking with this guy I was like you should jump in the pool blah blah I'll buy you a beer and he's like I'll jump if you jump and I'm like okay but then I'm not buying you a beer but let's jump and then yeah like it's like I always say is it necessary right not at all but right. like until today I remember about it and I'm sure he will and all of this like yeah yeah Exactly. It's all it's just best. memories that you're keeping. It's not, it doesn't have to be a rational thought. Like. Right. Right. Exactly. And like you said, like, as long as you're, you're safe, you know what I mean? Like you jumping in the pool. 100%. I mean, like, you know, that's not like something that's unsafe or whatever, you know? That's so safe. as long as you're safe when you're doing these like 
crazy things. Oh, yeah. You know, why the heck not? This reminds me of like, I'm okay. So my best ever, ever, ever for the plot story, this is the one that like you get to the line of where is it safe or not. And I'm also going to include how I knew I was safe. But basically, this is why it's so much for the plot. We had just arrived from a trip in Spain back to Portugal. So we were just home for the holiday as well, because we both don't live in Portugal. We live abroad. But we were home for in Portugal for a little. And then another friend of mine from Germany came to visit. So we picked her up from the airport as well as we had just arrived from a trip. And we went down to the Algarve, which is like the beach area of Portugal. Like all of Portugal is beach area, but yeah. like, it's the holiday. Everyone goes to area. Right. And we all went down there. And we were like exhausted from this trip, but we still went out because this friend of mine, she had never been there. She would only have a few nights in Algarve. So we're like, okay, let's just do it. But we honestly just went in our like holiday clothes, airport clothes. We were just like, not really, makeup was not that serious. It was, let's just show her some bars. And then we were just dancing in this nightclub, but not really like drinking because it was like, it would, it was going to be a quiet night yeah and then there's this really cute guy and he comes and he starts talking to my friend and like he starts talking with her and then all his friends come and then all of them they they were all Irish cute like guys like beautiful and we were all single and I'm like oh wow and then they started like buying us drinks all of this of course like we know it's safe like they were closed but that's not where it gets like Make sure you're safe. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, tomorrow we rented a boat and we rented this boat. You girls should come on the boat with us. There's free drinks, blah, 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 blah. And I'm really like, mm-hmm, sure. Like tomorrow, if you feel the same, let me know. Like, of course. And, but right. they were all saying it and all inviting us free. And then the night passes. We ended up staying a lot longer. And then I get with one guy and my German not German, she's Brazilian, half German, half Brazilian, yeah. but let's call her German friend. <laughs> she gets with one, but nothing serious. Like we just stayed at the nightclub and then left them. And then in the morning, we did have a text from them like, girls, are you coming on the boat or not? And we wake up like, first, of course, yes, for the plot, like, like these Europeans that are on the boat with some, at some guy's boat, that's, right. like, that's for the plot, right? But I'm always like, I'm always careful, like, girls, like, we get on that boat and nobody sees us ever again if they are, right. like, if they have bad intentions, like, no one will ever find us. We are yeah. in the middle of the sea. They can, like, yeah. do trafficking. They can do whatever they want with us. Like, this is not safe at all. Right. But, like, we had one hour to be at, like, the port for that boat. And we were like, what do we do? What do we do? Like, we really want to go. Like, it's a freaking boat. Like, right. it's amazing. We don't have to pay for anything. Drinks are included. And then basically our solution was, so the, the father of my friend that was from the Algarve, he has his own boat company. So basically before going, she told him like, we're going on this boat. She gave him all the like information of the boat. Like if anything, this is all the information. He, right. he has boats as well. So it's probably going to be around. So this was our solution. Yeah. And then as soon as we saw the boat was like rented and we had a captain, and the captain was Portuguese as well. Like we we're like, okay, fine. Like they really just put the boat. Yeah, <laughs> they were trying to take right. it away or anything. But like, have you seen that movie Taken? No. And the reason why <laughs> I can't see it, I know exactly what it's about. Of course, everybody is like Sam. You know, you should watch it. But I'm like, I can't. 
I just can't. Yeah, it's going to change like every step you make is going to change. I know, I know. So of course I was super scared. Like what if this happens? Like, and people never find me again. Like from that, like right now, I always think what if this is the front person that just sees the girls and then they take them. So, but then we figured out a way and it was like super nice. They stayed all day with us. We were on the boat and after the boat, we went to the beach. After the beach, we went have dinner. And I was always with this Irish guy. And at the end of night, we stayed with them all night. Yeah. Well, not all night. Like we then left at like 6 a.m. after all the parties and everything. Right. And then we actually all liked them all. Like we, they were so cool. And they ended up booking a flight to go visit me and my German friend. Like, oh my God. So cool. Yeah. And then, of course, that never happened the flight to Germany, but the, the Irish guy that I was with, I ended up go visit, going to visit him. Mm-hmm. And like, like it was a super cute thing. Like we had a whole weekend together. It was amazing. It, it ended up being nothing, but still like, I look back at this story, like how amazing is it? Like it all right. started as let's just go show her this city and this nightlife, but we're not really going to go drink and party. It was just like, Let's just go for a little bit. Right. And it turned out to be like, I ended up in London visiting this guy. Right. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that's the like the beauty of travel, you know, is like, obviously you talk about all of these like crazy stories and stuff that happens, but like, that's also something that it does happen. And it actually happens more often than people think, yeah. you know, of like, oh, we're just going to do this. Nothing's going to happen. And then you're literally your whole life, you know, changed of meeting people and all of that stuff. Yeah, a hundred percent. But always be safe. (laughs) Like I can highlight this enough. Please like find a way to like give information to people that you trust because like this do it for the plot mindset is amazing, but like be careful. Right, (laughs) right. This is our disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> like even jumping off places just for the blood. Like make sure like down there. <laughs> right. Make sure there's no rocks down there. Like yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah. Well, this was amazing. Thank you so much for being on. And I love like sharing all of our stories. And no, I, love I can't wait for part. our episode. <laughs> well, I'll see you on the next episode. Yes, sounds good. <laughs> make sure you guys tune in to for the podcast because that's where you'll be hearing more of our crazy stories. <laughs> 